This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So, yeah, you uh, you headed down to Oakland. You were there for games two and three. And uh, you took off from SeaTac early on that Tuesday morning. And uh, you let me know that you were uh, sitting right behind Diego Castillo. Uh, how did that go? Did you notice him right away when you walked on the plane? Well, no, um, I noticed him because we were all up in the premium class, of course, because that's the the only way that the rye bread and mustard and uh, Odyssey flies you. No, I got bumped up to premium class, and I had to use the bathroom, so I got was using the uh, the front bathroom, and the lady in front of me, God knows what the fuck she was doing in there. She came out though with like her toothbrush and a whole bag of stuff. So I I don't know, she was in there having a spa session. So I happened to be standing there, you know, in the front and you can only do so much stuff. So you start looking around and start looking at people and you're like, "Wait, that person looks familiar." He looked up, looked at me, you know, he's got those big chops down the side of the, you know, the, you know, he's either got I don't know what you call. It. He's kind of got the Abraham Lincoln kind of thing going on. Huge hands. And I could see the big necklaces had an iced out ring. And I was like, oh, that's Diego. Interesting. I tweeted or X'd out that uh, he was on the plane. Did not say he was going to play in the game. Why would I say that? I wouldn't know that. But I know Absolutely. we definitely got some we got some traction there and uh, some comments and things about it. We never saw him pitch in the series when I was out, um, out on the curb. Um, you know, waiting for ground transportation. So was he, uh, we caught eyes. I said, Hey, hello. Uh, just briefly asked him, I said, are you, are you pitching tonight? Are you throwing tonight? And he goes, and he smiled with his big smile. And he says, I don't know, maybe. And that, that was it. And, uh, we didn't see him in the series and obviously they didn't need him in this series, but, uh, yeah. So that's just something to keep our eye on going down to Texas um and coming back up and playing houston and playing texas again there's no days off i would assume maybe possibly could see him uh sometime next week yeah it's hard to really say you know if how that taxi squad type thing works if they just rotate guys in and out for the series or they keep them along or, or what or how that goes but you know, I was looking through the threads from your tweet, and someone did mention that he wasn't on the 40-man roster, which means uh, for him to get activated, uh, he would need to be put on it, and uh, someone would have to be put taken off. So um, when I saw that, I and that's before uh, the game even started, that game two, I read that and was thinking, well, you know, we had no idea, like you mentioned, uh, 
he was just on the flight going to Oakland. Let's put two and two together. You saw him on the curb. He had his Mariner gear bag. You just kind of figured maybe is uh, Leon maybe going to get released or what? You know, just speculating. But, yeah, we didn't see him. So, um, very interesting. But, yeah, it sure got the old uh, Twitter sphere going. You sure did there. <laughs> But yeah, I never did see uh, Diego over there at Oakland Alameda Stadium. Didn't see him. Uh, obviously, can't get down there too early. Uh, oh, when do the gates open? Like, an hour before was not credentialed for the show. So uh, for the game, so waited until <laughs> you know the game started. Got over there. You know, I don't know about two hours before the game on uh, for game two. We were all we just couldn't figure out where you could get in the stadium. Every gate was locked down and nobody had any information. And then somebody was like, yeah, they don't open the gates until an hour before the game. It was very interesting. Um, went out to the treehouse. There was five of us there in, in this bar that I always remembered was packed. Um, all didn't help that on Tuesday, there is terrible, terrible air quality, from um, forest fires in Oregon that were funneling through the Bay uh, game three uh, much clearer of a day, but it, it still was a little bit lingering around. I don't know how much they talked about that on the broadcast, but uh, that was the experience going into that stadium. And yeah, it, as advertised, I know on Friday there was like 4,000, I mean, on Monday, there was 4,000, even though it started off really, really slow. It seemed like it, it was a, it felt a little busier that night. And today's game was well attended. I felt when I say well attended, it felt like there was more than 4K on Tuesday and Wednesday, I guess is what I'm what I'm trying to say. So I, I've, I didn't catch the game since it was a gay game on game three, but game two. Uh, definitely the crowd was chanting to sell the team. Uh, tell me about that. Was Mariner fans doing that? Were you doing that? It was very loud. Even Goldie made reference to it on the broadcast. Yeah, th they had it all planned out. People were like, hey, in the fifth inning, we're doing this. That It all started from uh, the uh, Oakland A's uh, third baseline. Uh, that's where primarily... Uh, all the Oakland A's fans sat and the Mariners fans sat behind the dugouts. Definitely. It felt like, uh, like high school or college, like a baseball game where your, your fans would sit on one side and the other fans would sit on the other, which was kind of fun. But when the Oakland chants happened, both sides jumped in, um, when they were doing it, there was a lot of foul balls, so it kind of started and stopped somewhat like the wave would, you know, can start or stop or any kind of chant. Everybody's into it until foul balls come and flying at your face. And if you've never been to Oakland Alameda Stadium, I'll tell you one of the coolest things about it. If you like foul balls, this is the place to go. A lot of empty seats. Um, also, the second deck and the third deck aren't that far as far as depth wise. So it is like a pinball machine in their balls bouncing all over the place. I don't know if they can really capture that on the, on the television broadcast, but it is live. It is stay 
alert. It doesn't matter if it's coming back to you or it's going to bounce off of something and hit you in the head. Um, it is, it is definitely play the wall, play the wall, play the ball, play the carom kind of a situation in there. Yeah. But do you remember during our inaugural season on the rye bread, uh, you telling me about that gentleman that has the perfect seat down in Oakland to get foul balls. Can you refresh my memory on that real quick? Oh gosh. Yeah. I remember that guy. He, he had, he, he's actually on YouTube and he has a spot. I believe it's like right. Um, just past the first base and right past the third base, depending on if it's a right-handed or left-handed batter. And it's like the second row. And yeah, he's caught like 30 to 40 balls every season. And he just, and he gives them out. Um, in fact, so many people get balls in that stadium that my sister was just given this game ball. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, look, it's a foul ball. It's clean. It's got a couple of scuffs on it. People, there's just balls are not worth very much there. People are just handing them out. Uh, and, you know, even though there is a lot of foul ground there, you'd think, all right, that means balls don't go to seats. It's it's not true because it 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 gets really wide once you go by the dugouts. But the where the home plate is at, it's very narrow. So a lot of things that may hit a net or go straight up at other stadiums go right into the into the fans. I've on many occasions had balls and gotten balls there. It's uh, it like I said, if it's a if you're into getting foul balls and shit like that, Oakland Alameda Stadium is the place to go. And I will tell you, this is my favorite stop of the year as far as Mariner fans. Um, it's such a fun community because it's not really busy in there. So the same people that you see walking to the stadium or outside or maybe you see them waiting for a pizza or a beer, you see them all the time. It's just, hey, there's what's his name? There's Fred again. There's Doug, a really cool guy I met going into the stadium. Doug, Oakland A's fan since 1980. He brings baseball cards. He he said, here's three cards. And he gave me Harold Reynolds, Greg Pee Wee Briley, and Ken Griffey Jr. And then come to find out on the backside, he double stuffs the cards. He double sides them. I had Dave Craig. What was that lineman we had, Millard, and then uh, I believe Brian Blade. So I, I got three cool cards. Um, also ran into somebody that I played Little League with, high school baseball with. You know him, Anders Hammersburg, works in the Coast Guard, listens to the podcast, uh, had a feeling he was like, hey, I'm going to see if I could see Myron down there. Ran into him, and, the, you know, like if you just went to – any other park, you know, let's just use T-Mobile, for example. You're, you're not going to be able to just be like, I'm going to walk around and find somebody. So yeah, there wow. is that fun part to it. The sad part about it is you see the people that are still coming to the games. And the only people left going to the games are the diest of diehard Oakland A's fans. Uh, they remind me a little bit. They remind me a little bit. Actually, they remind me a lot of Seafair hydroplane fans where they love something 
it's being taken away. Nobody else in the community seems to give a shit about it anymore. Nobody's going to do anything about it. We're talking about like the people that wear pins and like guys like Doug who gave me cards or this guy that just gave this older gentleman that just gave my sister a ball and she described his face as like, here, take this, you go on. We're not doing this anymore around here. You enjoy it. You take it, you run with it. And so like, it is really sad and it's really easy to make all these jokes about, Oh, the stadium's a piece of shit. And, uh, that that place is a joke. The fan base is a joke. And it's like, no, it's it's not. It's just, it's more than that. We're going to do an episode on it in, in the postseason. I mean, sorry, in the offseason. But like I said, hopefully not next year's the last year in the area. Um, but it seems like, as far as what I can get from everybody and reading what I can find, they still have one more year on the lease. Uh, so I would say to any Mariner fan that's listening to this, it's like, we should go on a road trip. The Oakland road trip is, I think probably the most affordable one for you. You know, I live down in LA, but you know, I'm up in Seattle quite a bit. doesn't matter. Uh, plane ticket to, from Seattle to Oakland. It's about the same prices la to oakland if you want to know where the stadium is just imagine if you're in seattle the stadium is at south center that's how close you are you get a hotel you come there yeah not the greatest of areas you know but if you've ever walked around uh you know downtown seattle uh soto area you know that you know Ballast parts down by the Ballard Bridge, you'll be fine. Uh, tickets are very cheap, hotel rooms aren't very expensive, it's very affordable. You go into the game, which is the most important part, and it's a very intimate setup with the team. Um, the bullpen is right next to the dugouts in the stadium, a la how the kingdom used to do it. Once you're on your side, it's like you got all the players right there in front of you. I think every uh, baseball fan should at least enjoy this dive bar <laughs> stadium uh, one last time before it goes, before it's gone and uh, these people don't have, have anything anymore. I, I don't know. No, I hear you. I can tell in your voice how much you uh, appreciate going to those games, the Oakland fans. I mean, that's a cool story that Doug, you know, gave you some cards. It's funny hearing old Pee Wee Briley, and then he doubled you up with Seahawks on the flip side. So you got three Mariners and three Hawks, and then uh, all the nice fans you met and talked with, and you or your sister got a ball. Uh, you got one from the first base coach of the Mariners as well, didn't you? Yeah, I got one from Negron. Uh I was just sitting right there and it was no big deal. I was, it was, I wasn't like asking for a ball or anything. It was just kind of like a ball. You're like, here, he's throwing, I'm like sitting on top of the dugout. I'm like, sure, I'll take it. Uh, shout out to Chris Negron. And one other cool thing I got to see today, uh, at least in the series, where the drummers were back. I know you can hear them on the broadcast. They're always fucking annoying. I finally found out where they were, got to see them there in the right field, but. They were back, and those are some of the other people I feel bad for. No, I, I mean, 
they're not like the old guy at Jacobs Field, but they're a whole band. I mean, they're they they bring more instruments than just the drums I've seen before. I mean, I that's cool. They make it like a college atmosphere at a baseball oh, game. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do the whole you have to bring in a clear bag. I mean, you can bring a fucking trumpet into the goddamn stadium. They don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a fun. It's a good party. But yeah, it, it it is a bummer. Um, but there are things in that stadium you walk around. When you want to walk from the center field or the out any left field, I should say, or right field to get down to the next level it's like the kingdom you can't see shit i feel bad for those security guards that have to sit there in that hallway that can't see a damn thing it's just it's old it's concrete it's huge it's a huge stadium um i can tell for a football game i go man this place had to suck for a football game like for a baseball game the way it's laid out it seems more enjoyable you at least are up close. It seems like with football games, uh, the view would suck um, unless you were in the rollout seats that they bring in there. Hopefully, I just want to say to people going in there next year, if it is the swan song for swan song for next year, uh, make your way down there and be like, hey, I went and saw it, and, and that's that. Make your own judgment and go, all right, I saw it. I never want to come back again. I just feel like it's a piece of baseball history because of how many but just how many great baseball games that were played there and the great teams and you know in the 70s and in the 80s and even into the 2000s the movie Moneyballs based off the Oakland A's and what's going on and here we are how many years 20 years later and it's they still have the same problems I don't know we'll we'll, we'll do a deep dive on it anyways I know people want to talk about what's going on with the Mariners and we just did quite a bit here on the on the on on oakland yeah but you were into it you got that passion i can tell you know you like going down there you like the fans you have a good time like you said there's not too many people down there you get close access uh you can you know have conversations with all kinds of different people i mean i the stadium yeah, you really like it. It reminds you of the kingdom. I haven't been there yet, but I I just feel for the fans. I mean, it just sounds totally like their owners pulling a Clayton Bennett and just trying to hose these guys or hose the the fans and wants to move on. And, you know, it's just shitty. And honestly, Major League Baseball shouldn't let it happen. And John Stanton should not vote for it when they have the owners vote. But we'll see. He probably will. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know it's one of your favorite trips of the year to go down there and uh, see the Mariners play Oakland. So one more year at least. Hopefully it's more for those great fans down in Oakland. 